Hello and welcome back to Black Oak House Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. The plot thickens this week on The Center, Season 1, Episode 3, Part 3, directed by Antonio Campos, written by Derek Simmons premiered August 16th of 2017 and I gave it an 8.9 out of 10. Let's just jump into the recap of events. I'm not sure if that was a boy or a little girl that walked outside the house looking for his mommy but it's what wakes Cora from sleep so I'm thinking she was thinking about her son. I haven't seen him in a while so I forgot what he looks like so it may have been her son looking for his mom and she's not there and then something happens to him and that's what prompts her for wanting to see him for the rest of the episode jesus ambrose is hiking with his wife and he really trying to invest in what she's invested in but i could tell there's a disconnect cora is being evaluated by several psychiatrists and she admits to wanting to have wanted to self-harm when she was 14 years old and if she could tell her anything as a child it would be to run as we get another glimpse into the very combative home life with elizabeth being the uh, absolute worst of it all with phoebe her sister being the the thing that prompted everything else i guess i'm not sure this mom's pretty fucking fucked up Ambrose gets the info on Cora that she is lucid and sane. When he presents her symptoms, she believes it could be PTSD, psychosis, where she is reliving an event that triggered the trauma. Cora calls Mason the ass to see Lane, which he readily agrees to. Ambrose discovers both parents are alive, and I will say, although the father is much kinder, I wonder why he puts up like there has to be a reason why even if you're religious yourself you'd put up with your wife's actions I mean she's just an absolute or maybe she he feels you know maybe he's bullied as well maybe that's what it is but man even after his other daughter is gone they gotta be hiding something I believe that they are because she makes a comment later on that don't believe anything my parents say even though she believed everything her parents said, which is a little ironic. But Elizabeth is continuing her reign of blame, saying that Cora was unnatural and blaming her for leaving while her sister was at death's door and she died a month later of lymphoma. She was 23 and her mother considered her too dead once she left the house. didn't file a missing persons report a little old to be running away i'm really surprised he didn't interview any more of the neighbors like what kind of family exactly was this cora has a nightmare after several images including a woman telling someone to loosen quote-unquote her up before a foot crushes another woman's chest she wakes upset causing the guards to dose her and discover heroin tracks on her arms that was missed in the photos due to all the blood i'm not sure how the uh, physical inspection because <laughs> i know they take more than just those photos but i'm, I'm gonna let it slide 
Ambrose meets with her and she claims to have been an addict sleeping with guys for a fix. Everything is coming back to that fateful July weekend as she warns him, as I stated earlier, not to believe what her parents say. She asks him, begs him to keep the addiction a secret because she told her husband that it was a bacterial infection, but he can't promise promise that, so she says that she hates him. He goes to see Margaret Lacey, who visited her niece today, but we didn't see that conversation, so um, mm, I'm curious. She also, if she really wanted to help her niece could have gave him a lot more information about the crazy ass state of the parents and discovers two months after Hora disappeared she reappeared with a head injury and moved in with her aunt after being discharged from a detox center since her parents just decided to abandon her but she admits that maybe she did not pay attention to the signs as well another flashback shows that you know to confirm that she did have that head wound flashback also shows dad tired of phoebe sleeping in his bed with elizabeth frantic over constantly needing to be with her daughter ignoring the other the girls have a moment of bonding as phoebe is very much not an angel stealing a magazine from the hospital talking about i wonder what dad's penis looks like and if he's having sex with mom right now these are not things I really want to talk to my sister about, but they are in a very weird cult-like life. Mason visits Cora minus Lane. Is that Laney? I think it is Laney. I wrote it down as Laney. As he is frustrated, his wife won't talk to him about anything as he continues to learn new information about her. Like, yeah, the cop came right over and told me uh, if you knew if I knew anything about your addiction. He encourages her to fight for her son and she speaks with her lawyer a little later about not possibly pleading guilty despite refusing to give Mason any additional details to which he replies he is done. I don't think he really is. He wants to know. He knows his wife. He knows the person that he's known all this time juxtaposed to this. Like he must have known even at the beginning that she probably went through something she says you wouldn't have wanted me and he's like you don't know that so her shame is very evident to him and he can't ignore that because he still loves her so he just wants to understand and he's still you know he's still this is still the mother of his child um later we see mason has tracked down jd who is definitely a drug dealer ambrose talks to the facility and learns Cora was brought in clean and well taken care of with no indication that she was living on the streets. Caleb Walker, missing info, signed her in, so he has to track him down. While picking up food at a grocery mart? Sure. He runs into his mistress and after forcing him to pick up some fruit, gets him extra rock hard. Flashback once again while phoebe isn't afraid to lie when mama's like where did this magazine come from cora is confessing to absolutely everything including how the vagina orgasms and is made to kneel on rice repenting for causing her sister to stray into sin despite it being very much the other way around at a dinner 
the rich man and his wife bring up the case dinner with uh Faye and Harry and at the mention of drugs you know and she even said it all judgmental oh she was a drug addict well you know that explains everything then the man's like it's a class issue because they're uneducated says the class addicted to cocaine but peddling meth and heroin to the lower class citizens and then he blamed the doctors I'm like is this guy serious I would lose my shit too like you have no idea who that woman is and here you are judging her because she did drugs did you wonder what made her do drugs what background could culminate in such a lifestyle no you just automatically think yeah she did drugs so that explains why she stabbed a man to death on a beach randomly like what the fuck shut up and then his wife apologizes saying i didn't know you felt that passionate about her and he clearly does not want to share his work with her because she's she's a snowflake (laughs) while he'll try to have sex with a snowflake it does not scratch the itch that he needs flashback once again for cora shit is getting even weirder in the lacy household as phoebe clearly the dominant puts ointment on cora's wounds and doesn't understand why she doesn't lie she tells her whitney or because she says god will punish us she tells god god don't know uh god does not listen because whitney prayed to god and he didn't do anything she died both girls wish the other harm at some point their bond deepens with a communion with crackers wine and canoodling with a statue of jesus jesus christ cora considers what to do in court but upon seeing her parents pleads guilty harry goes to see his mistress for the stress relief he needs and can't ask his wife to be before finding mr walker who confirms he found cora by the dump but he sees an actual heroin addict and realizes that yeah they have a tendency to stick that needle all over the place not and they don't go to their arms first mason confronts jd and it only ends in fisticuffs as he teases that cora had a menage a trois don't know what that's all about but i don't know why you needed to sit down and be like i'm her husband she told me and then you don't really know ambrose visits cora to prove she doesn't know how to use heroin she accept she accepted the story her mother gave of selling herself for drugs and ashamed and blaming herself she didn't question the two months where her life is kind of in some fragments of memory later on in the episode or at the end of the episode she begins to see trying to recall that wallpaper we've been seeing and it is in a room where a lot of medication is on the table a man comes in and a mask and scrubs and asks how she is doing today what the fuck was that what a what could have gone on i do not know but the mystery i'm loving it i'm i love a good mystery case when i got twists and turns i don't know what happened but i have a feeling that the sister is definitely involved and the parents are hiding something they're sneaky and they're suspicious but ambrose is like dude there's two months of your life you don't recall and you think you know what happened and you've been trying to avoid that shame of being a slut 
who gave herself for drugs but that's not even the true story and you've been made to believe this why would your parents make you believe this that's what we need to know if you want to join in our conversation blackocouch at gmail.com you can also leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and black girl magic